Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And Tuesday night was basically on the pipeline textbook. You could find a this or a that that may have possibly worked out a little bit better. Perhaps this pitcher might have done a little better. But realistically, this was textbook. This was textbook tonight. I was going to start backwards, but, well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Uh, We'll start with Iowa. While Justin Steele started his first major league game today, and a lot of the attention was justifiably there, Keegan Thompson got the start for Iowa. He's getting extended, and he went the first four innings, three hits, one walk, two strikeouts, no runs, and in the interim, Iowa scored five in the second and one in the third. As you can tell, I kind of wrote some stuff down today, a little bit more organized than some nights. Michael Hermosillo, in his first game back from the injured list, homered, doubled, and walked. Yeah, he sounds like he might be about ready to move up to the next level, which really does beg an interesting question. If Michael Hermosillo needs to go up to the major leagues, and I'm not objecting to it, who's getting DFA'd? Um, I don't really want to necessarily DFA any of the recent pickups. I I, I don't know. Just an open question. You don't have to answer it. You're certainly welcome to if you wish. So Hermosillo homered, doubled, and walked. Alfonso Rivas was three for four with a run and two RBIs. Nick Martini was two for four with two runs and three RBIs. He walked and had a 413-foot and 104 mile per hour home run. That ball had a family. Matt Swarmer finished off pitching the last five innings. It wasn't glamorous. It wasn't glorious. But it certainly got the job done. Um, Iowa just kept scoring. I think his final was like 11 to... 11 to 2? 11 to 3? Something like that. It was, it was quite lopsided. It was... um wibbledy-wobbly toward the end. Tennessee, Cam Sanders gave up a home run on the first pitch. Now, I've mentioned before, I, 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 I might be able to, with certain pitchers, come up with a big, long list of these are his uh, strengths, these are his weaknesses, these are his what you got to watch out for. The Cam Sanders, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea what Cam Sanders is going to do ever. And I have absolutely no idea what to think of him on the future. And if his dad happens to be listening to the podcast or Kim happens to be listening to the podcast, hey, uh, I have absolutely no idea. I, I really cannot assess anything about what's going on with Cam Sanders. As soon as I think I have something figured out, something else happens. I have no idea. Today, he was fantastic. Uh, that was it, over six innings. Um I didn't write down the specifics, but that was it. That you know, the home run. I think he had 
Gave up like three hits, two walks, five strikeouts, something, something in that range. Uh, Tennessee scored three in the first. Brennan Davis doubled in a run and scored on a Nelson Velasquez homer. Nelson Maldonado also homered. Davis was three for four with a walk. Remember me talking about how things kind of went textbook today? Davis three for four. Hermosillo homered, doubled, walked. Kind of textbook. Uh, Tim Susnara, Christopher Morrell, and both Nelsons had two hits each. Cubs led 7-1 to one to the 7th. And a pitcher who shall remain nameless because I don't like to um, poop drag pitchers. Uh, gave up 5 in the 7th. Eric Yulman pitched the last two innings, scoreless for a save. Tennessee wins seven to six. Again, a very nice day. Could have been better with a little bit better leaving, but we're not going to jump it. South Bend trailed. I, I, I'm going to play Stop the Clock with you. Stop the Clock. We, we'll play that in a second here. But, um,. South Bend trailed two to nothing after two innings. Anderson Espinosa was quite good. I had a spy at the game today. I had a spy at the game today. Asked him if he wanted to come come on the podcast. He said no, nah, he really didn't want to. So I'm just mimicking, parroting pretty much everything that he told me. Um, Anderson Espinosa was starting. Anderson Espinosa came over from the Padres in the Jake Marisnik trade. Yes, Jake Marisnik was traded for an actual human being that still plays baseball. It's stunning, absolutely stunning and wonderful. Anderson Espinosa was very good for his first two hitters, gave up a rather long home run to the third hitter, and for the next inning and change, he was a bit shaky. Uh, not horrible, horrible, but he was shaky. Um, ended up going... Three and a third. His third inning was his best inning. Three and a third innings, two hits, two runs, two earned, three walks, five strikeouts, and one home run. Mateo Boki went the rest of the distance, allowed no. Um, did he give up? I did. I don't think he gave up anything. Um, he had a couple instances where he could have. But nobody, you know, uh, bases loaded, one out, gets a ground ball. Mateo Boki should not be as good as he is in advanced day. And if Mateo Boki's listening to the podcast, hey, how you doing? Uh, he's one of those guys. He, he, have you ever watched a pitcher who, man, this guy's terrible. Why is he getting us out? We can't get a hit off of this. He has absolutely nothing. And at the end of the night, he goes eight innings, gives up. Three hits and a run and two strikeouts and no walks. And it's like, why didn't we do anything against this guy? Why did we not do it? He has nothing. Boki had a little bit of trouble here or there, but he just made the other team hit the ball. When they hit the ball, they hit it at people. Sometimes that works. Boki is one of those guys who, in my world, he's better than low A, or he's better than low A. He's better than high A. He has not mastered double A yet. So there's my synopsis on Boki. And no, I didn't tell you a whole lot of stuff on his 
uh, depth and breadth on his changeup. No, I didn't tell you. I don't have any idea. He's better than advanced day. He struggled a double A. For now, that's all you need to know, at least for the test. So, uh, two to nothing. Cubs trail two to nothing. Top of the fifth. Runners are on second and third. Nobody out. Runners on second and third. Fort Wayne is up two to nothing. Ground ball to first. What does the first baseman do? He's not in. He's back. So it's basically your 50-50 play at the plate if he decides to go there. Or he can meander on over to first, kick the bag, and a run scores. And the runner on second goes to third. No, he tried to throw it home, and he skittered it back to the screen. And Edmund American reached second. Two runs scored. The game was tied. It wouldn't be for long. Now we're going to play stop the clock. Now we're going to play stop the clock. Runner on second. Tie game, fifth inning. Runner on second. Nobody out. Tie game, top of the fifth inning. Playing stop the clock. What is your recommendation for the hitter? Do you have him make sure he hits a grounder or a fly ball to the right side of the field so the runner gets to third? Or do you say, just swing the bat? Just swing the bat. Oh, I didn't mention. I it, it slipped my mind. The batter is Alexander Canario. Did did I? I'm sorry. Did I change your mind on what you wanted him to do? Um, Alexander Canario was not apparently given the make sure to hit a ground ball to the second baseman um, sign. He hit a hard grounder to short, and American did not move up. Two batters later, Bryce Ball blooped a single into center field. American scored, and it was 3-2. to two. As you already know, Mateo Boki allowed nothing, so the game was over for all practical purposes. In the seventh, the Fort Wayne Tin Caps went to their one, two, third pitcher? Yeah, third pitcher of the day. Guy who... Um, he has a high ERA. I'll just put it that way. He has a high ERA. Tends to walk people. Strikes some people out. Doesn't give up a whole lot of hits. Tends to walk people, though. So uh, he comes out to start the seventh inning. Score is 5-2. to two Because in the sixth... Um... Ba -ba -ba -ba. Who do we got? Um, Jonathan, Perla Jonathan Perlaza hit his 10th home run, just absolutely mauled one to, right, center, to uh, right field down the line. It stayed fair, and that was the only question. Uh, so it's 5-2 to two as Fort Wayne goes to the back end of the bullpen as far as the, not, not the leverage guy, the other guy, the guy who, okay, we, we want to get this guy in. Maybe he can figure some things out. And the first hitter he's facing is Alexander Canario. I want to tell you a little bit about Fort Wayne Ballpark. 
I've never been there, but from the video, um, out in left field, they have, it's probably like a restaurant or something. It's a whole bunch of concrete beams, and there may or may not be glass in front of it. Okay, you dig? So it's a whole bunch of concrete, and it's, uh, it's not all evenly spaced. I'll put it that way. It, and uh, when I ended up looking at it, it's like, that, that looks like the, uh, um, from Star Wars. You know, the, the, uh, where Harrison Ford drove the plane into, you know, the, uh, it, it just, it just looked like space command for, I don't know. So Alexander Canario comes up, works the count three, two, pitcher tries to throw him a curveball, cries. Uh, Canario hit it. The left fielder almost moved and it just went. <laughs> the ball just went. I it probably had stopped at some point, you know, may, maybe it hit one of the, uh, concrete beams. Maybe it hit a stoplight in Fort Wayne. Maybe, you know, maybe it hit a cow. I don't know what it hit, but it, it, just, it, it, it was just missile launched. It was just gone. And that makes three home runs in three days. For Alexander Canario, and if he keeps this crap up, he belongs in double A. I don't like to rush things. Rushing things is a bad idea. Rushing things is a stupid idea. But if Alexander Canario keeps hitting a home run a day, he should not be at this level. He has absolutely figured things out. Remember how, remember how when I talked about um, the celestial gamekeeper, the game master? rolls dice every month to see how a player does. Ooh, this guy rolls a seven. He doesn't have a very good month. He he only has a, you know, 542 OPS. Or, he you know, he has an ERA of like, you know, 5.93 or something like that. Whatever. Alexander Canario, this month, gamekeeper. Oh, that's a 20. Now, the thing is, when you roll a 20, you have to re-roll. Because all the other, if you roll a one, you get injured. You're done for the year. If you roll a two, you get injured and you're out for a while. Three through six, three through seven, you don't do very well. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, basic, normal, about what you're going to expect from everybody anyway. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, those guys had a good month. Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, those guys had progressively fantastic months. When you roll a 20 for the month, you break the game. You break the game, and you have to roll the dice again to see how badly you broke the game. Alexander Canario should not be this good. At least not yet. He's crushing everything. And his first at bat of the night, he kind of blooped a little doink shot to right center. He also made a really nice running catch. Alexander Canario is absolutely crushing things. He's must listen. Alexander Canario, if you see he's coming up, listen to that at bat. The only way that you're going to say, no, I don't want to listen to an Alexander Canario at bat, is if Brendan Davis is hitting, and then 
you have a cognitive break because you have no idea what to do because you have to listen to both of them. Canario, Harrison Wenson, and Jonathan Perlaza had two hits each. Um, South Bend ran away and hid. I didn't write down the final scores. Like 10, 11 to 2. It was, it was, it was over. It was just over. Um, so now, since I was spending almost all night listening to Tennessee or South Bend, it was mostly South Bend, a bit of Tennessee. Once everything else stopped, I switched over to Iowa. As I was heading back from where I had been, I'd been listening to the South Bend game. I was not even contemplating the Myrtle Beach game. Myrtle Beach was playing against the Charleston River Dogs. The Charleston River Dogs are, they're they're like that team that gets all the really good players, you know? They're the the college, they're the the high school in the region that gets to recruit, and they get all the guys that everybody really wants, and everybody, jeez, we got to go and play them. We're going to get our kicked and uh you just know it you're going to so i had the game on for a little tiny bit and uh here's what i heard uh well alexander um didier vargas pitched five innings gave up five runs which against charleston that's completely acceptable didier vargas i'm good with him i'm not banking on him being a major league pitcher he's probably certainly not going to be a major league starter Nothing against him. The play I heard, Kevin Made banged one up the gap for a double. Trots into center. Congratulations, a double. That breaks up the no-hitter. Ball gets tossed back to the pitcher. Pitcher steps off the rubber, throws to first base. First baseman steps on first base. You're out. You missed first base. Kevin Made missed first base on a double. They're getting no hit to the sixth inning. It's like, I I had no concept of this game being even remotely meaningful. It was just, okay, well, at least the other three games were fun. You know, that that was basically where I was. I was completely good with that. Then I flipped over to see how the game turned out. They're down five to nothing to the seventh inning. Jacob Wetzel singled in a run and scored on a Matt Workington home run. I think that's his fourth of the year, which made it five to three. Hey, cool. At least, you know, that that's a really reasonable loss against Charleston because Charleston's supposed to like clam bake people 11 to two. If you only lose five to three, that's fine. You're no worried there. Goes to the ninth. Two on for Myrtle Beach with two outs in the ninth. Five to three. It's like, hey, five three. You got the tying runs on base. That's a win, baby. That's a win. Yo, Hendrick Piango shoots the gap for a double. Both runs score. Two pitches later. Piango breaks to third. The throw goes into left field. Yo, Hendrick Piango. Scores the winning run, and the fans go crazy. How the heck did they win that game? Ooh. Um, let's see. 
how they won it. Uh, Adam Lasky, Jose Almonte, and Jake Reindel combined for four innings of scoreless relief. Um, let's see. I didn't even write down who had two hits or anything in that game. That was, that, that, it, it, it was beyond beyond. Um, in the Dominican Summer League, both games got as far as the second inning before. You know that storm we had tonight? They probably had that. And they didn't want to put the field back together today. So uh, both of those games got suspended. Maybe they'll get played. Maybe they get, Maybe they won't get played. Not too horribly worried about it. Mesa was playing against one of the Giants teams. It's about the seventh inning. It's about 11-2. to two. Giants were leading. Mesa had three hits. Owen Casey had two of them. Kevin Alcantara had a home run. Remember what I was saying about today being about textbook? That's about exactly what you're asking for. The players who were supposed to do did. The teams all won. Sounds like the Cubs got swept. They were behind in game two, five to one, something like that. But uh, on the pipeline, it was a fantastic day. Just about textbook. Uh, I, I almost went first team to six wins. Maybe I'll use that in the print version. Um, but it, the first team to six won every game. Every game, somebody scored six. Every game, that was the team that won. And every game, well, <laughs> every game except out in Mesa, it looks like the Cubs won. So yeah, it was it was a fantastic day. Alexander Canario is breaking the game. He's just absolutely breaking the game in August. He was doing quite well late with San Francisco. Quite well late with San Francisco. And now he's just absolutely on cruise control. If if, if you pitch him outside run three laps. That, 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 he's, he's crushing everything. So, um, it was a very good night, uh, well, with the exception of the Cubs and the weather. Um, if you have any questions, something's ringing that I forgot something. I don't know what it was, but uh, something's ringing that in the back of my mind. Tim, you fool, you forgot something. I can't remember what it was I forgot. So I'm going to call it off here uh, before the rain starts and we have to throw the tarp on the field and all that kind of stuff. So you have a great night. Be safe. Be nice to people. And if you have any questions, ask me.